Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bet the Greek. I'm going to grab a bite to eat. You want like a sandwich or something? Uh, what kind of sandwich ain't too fattening? I have a sandwich. 940 wins. Miami sports. Is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon on a Tuesday. Almost said Monday, but it's a Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. Uh, remember, special thanks to everybody who works hard, men and women, makes this country great. 940 wins for a lot of Miami. Good afternoon. A lot going on always. We got the NBA playoffs. We got baseball going on. We got football two days away. I can't believe it. And of course, we got the guy who makes this ship run. Makes the guy who he's the guy who drives the ship and hits the docks when it pulls in. Bang! That's so brutal. If you've ever had a boat and you hit the dock, ooh, not good thing. Good morning, Ricardo. Good afternoon. I was wondering how long it was going to get to you to get to me. Oh my God! I know. And you're right. You're supposed to get your name. Supposed to be mentioned five seconds. What was that uh, freaking rejoiner we had just now? For what year was that? 1967. Uh, no, that was actually from the uh, mid 2000s. Uh, that was Steve Earle. Steve Earle. All right. Yeah, he's a you know an old cow, um, outlaw kind of country singer. He's, uh, just, he's really good. He's really good. He was in the wire. Just some really good couple, stuff. Couple days off, you think things would change? They just don't. Eight six six eight zero one zero nine forty. If you're familiar with Ricardo's uh, rejoiners, call us. Uh, we love to hear it. Heat game five tonight. Uh, had a chance the other night to do it, but just couldn't close the door. Ugh. Greek freak. I don't believe he's playing tonight. Uh, so we'll see what happens. They're trying he- to get him out there. I mean, the reports are still, you know, on the front page, NBA.com. It's will Giannis play? So there hasn't been anything confirmed. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind it if he missed game five. I'm not going to lie to you. Getting yeah, well, healthy. he missed the other day. I mean, he played out a lot. Yeah. You know, sometimes other guys play, too. So it is it doesn't matter sometimes. Um, I don't know. Like I said, hopefully they can do what they need to do and obviously win. And, you know, close this out. I would love to see this. But we'll see. I mean, again, we don't want to go to game six. Nope. Um, you know, we don't want to do that. Uh, obviously, uh, it would be a pain in the ass to go to another game because then you got to start getting teams believing him. Like, the worst thing for us tonight would not be to lose, would be to lose with the Greek freak not playing. Then he comes back for game six. Yep. That'd be the worst scenario because then they're like, all right, he's back and all that stuff. So we got to bury him tonight. Uh, we got to see if we get to the Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be the first time since LeBron left, uh, and the big three were there. Uh, so that'd be great. And we'll see what happens. I mean, again, hats off. They are in a great spot. They were fifth seed. And if they can end up one of the two seeds in the East, it's been a very good season and a great accomplishment in the bubble. 866-801-0940. That's the number to call. Uh, let us know what you think about the playoffs. There's only eight teams left. So we'll see what happens. And Boston just destroyed Toronto last night. I mean, it was just lights out. I mean, I wish I had 20 dimes on uh, Celtics. <laughs> I mean, it went by 30 or something like that. Just so crazy. Uh, that series should be over. But, again, Boston had a mental lapse at the end of O game where it could have been 3-0. Uh, 
Uh, so I think they'll win. Uh, on the other side, I think Clippers have too much for Denver. And the Lakers and Rockets, I mean, you know, it's 1-1. We'll see what happens with them tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets, you know, when they win, you know, we always think we got the drop. Chuck, 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 Chuck. Uh, but really how they win is when they play good defense. And when the Rockets play some D, they could give the Lakers a little bit of a hard time. So we'll see what happens in that series. A uh, little surprised it's even 1-1, to be honest with you, with some people. But, uh, you know, we're in a catbird seat right now. Boston against the uh, Boston against Raptors. No, I'm saying, but if it's Boston against the Heat, I think some people will be surprised. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, that would have yeah. been a long shot at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I mean, I know there was a couple people who had um, the Heat, and there were huge odds to sweep the Bucks in Vegas. It didn't turn out. Uh, but, you know, now we're obviously we're in game five, and we'll see what happens. Uh, our President Trump is in uh, Jupiter, Florida today. Uh, texted me, wanted me to know if I could uh, come by at 3 o'clock. I said, no, dude. Um, I'm doing a show. I can't do it. He goes, okay. He says, how about how about Mike Luby? I said, maybe Mike Luby. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can How about Luby? Can Luby stop by? I said, Luby's uh, a little busy. Uh, mornings on 940 wins. It's always, always Mike Luby and Jeff DeForest, our good buddy. Kentucky Derby was Saturday. A little anticlimactic. Uh, no long shots come in. So you know, what does that mean? I lose. Uh, a horse came in and ended up beating. Uh, Tis the law. So uh, it was an 8-to-1 shot, 9-to-1 shot, not bad, $18. I mean, if you had it, it's good, but none of the long shots, like 101, 75-to-1 ended up winning, uh, which would have been so nice. But uh, the horses that weren't 18-17, I mean, they came from far in the corner but just took over from the beginning. It was lights out, too. It wasn't even any money's worth. No, it really just wasn't. And the uh, viewership was down almost 49% from last <laughs> year. Now, obviously, you know, it's a different time. You know, it wasn't yep. May. This is Labor Day weekend. Um, wow. But still, man, that's a huge drop. But nonetheless, yeah, uh, horse racing can, tip, can you know, pat itself on the back because it's the second best rating since COVID hit right behind the NFL draft. So it's down 49% from last year, but yep. the second best ratings. Of this year, yep. Of this year, okay. Well, it's, I mean, no, it's it's crazy, the numbers, yeah. but, I mean, like, you know, obviously COVID has done a number on a lot of things, and, you know, sure. everything out of this including year is people. out of whack. Yeah, including people. Yeah. Uh, COVID sucks. We hate it. Uh, we don't make any excuses about it. We started uh, doing the show from my house in March, and it's friggin' September. I cannot believe it. And 2020 has just changed. Worst year of my life, without a doubt. And man, did a lot of things change. Yeah, and then we had another um, legend pass away over the weekend. Um, St. Louis Cardinals um, uh, Hall of Famer Lou Brock passed away. Yeah, Lou Brock, uh, all-time baseball for years and years and years. Uh, Stolen base record, number 20. Yep. Uh, Yeah, great ball player. Yeah, a lot of people, it seems like, all of a sudden have been passing away. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, You know, famous people out there. But yeah, Lou Brock played for Cardinals for years, number 20. Uh, He was great. Uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, then Ricky Henderson ended up beating his stolen base record. Yep. Lou Brock beat Mari Wills's. Yeah, class act, Lou Brock. No doubt about it. Uh, sorry to see him go. We had Tom Seaver last week too. Yeah. So and uh, uh, and Black Panther. Um, you know yeah. the weekend as well, which I with Bozeman. You know it's it's yeah. and then he obviously, was extremely young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and and, and also it was kept very quiet with him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I so. mean, I watched him in a movie uh, a couple months ago, and I said to my stepfather, "Go, he looks kind of skinny." I mean, obviously, I didn't think anything of it, but really? you know, the last time I saw him was in Black Panther, where he is, you know, just jacked, 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 and I just didn't, didn't think didn't think anything of it. But um, you know, obviously, thinking back on it, you can obviously see it. It's just, uh, yeah, man, it was is heartbreaking, you know, colon cancer, and then obviously we started the year off with Kobe Bryant passing away. Oh it's yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's it been a, it's been a, like you said, it's been a crappy year, man. Yeah. Uh, one thing I realized about 2019, it wasn't so bad. Uh, <laughs> 2020 <Right>. sucked. <laughs> it definitely did. Uh, how did our Marlins do over the weekend? Our aficionado, Ricardo, how did they do? Well, uh, we lost a three-game series to the Rays, uh, two games to one. But the two games we lost, we lost about one run. So, I mean, we are facing the best team in baseball in the Tampa yep. Bay Rays, you know, or the second best team in baseball, the best team in the American League. So I really got to say, hey, you know, we're going out there. We're giving it our best. We're just not scoring as the as many as the best team. And we're still a year away, I think. Yesterday, we showed some grit. We came out and we beat the Atlanta Braves, the first-place team in the National League East. Today, we'll go up again against them. We're going to have Sixto Sanchez, a prospect phenom that everyone's super excited about. I know we've talked about him a lot on this show. Um, so hopefully we can win. If we can keep winning, we're at 500 right now, 18-18. and 18. So 36 games, so that means, what, 24 games for the rest of the season? Hopefully that uh, that 25 and a half or 24 and a half is look like it's going to happen for uh, the DeForest show in the morning. Oh, I think it will. Um, I, I believe so. Uh, I think it's going to go in. Do you think they make the playoffs? Uh, I mean, it's tough, man. The Phillies have been playing really well. We have the Mets right on our heels, and, you know, the Mets got a lot of players, too. So I mean, there's just a, it's a lot of a lot of teams in the National League right now. Not a lot of really good teams either. We got the Giants as well. The Reds are creeping up on people. So that last two playoff spots are going to be really crowded in there. It's going to be an interesting last couple of weeks of the season. I'm not sure if we're going to make it, but um, it'd be really fun if we did. But I mean, either way, a lot of heart for this team. Hats off to this team. The 2020 Marlins really, really, you know, have performed really well. And um, hopefully we can just continue good things. But um, as of right now, I think that we are uh, like a 40% chance of making the playoffs. As of today, though, we're in the playoffs, right? Yes. If the playoffs were to start today, we would be the number one seed of the wild card. So each we each division is going to get two uh, playoff um, berths. So, and then there will be two wild cards. So each, each, national, each league will have eight teams total in the um, playoffs this year. All right, so we'll see what happens. Again, Marlins playing the Braves tonight. You're going to hear that on 940 wins. We're at home in the Miami Marlins. Uh, So hats off to them what they've accomplished. So we've talked about it many times that they started off very bad, obviously not not with wins and losses, but since COVID, uh, we thought baseball was going to get canceled and didn't. So hats off to Derek Jeter has done a great job and to Dom Adderley. Uh, so we just hope they keep winning. Uh, the Dolphins did announce that they are going to make Fitzy the starting quarterback. No surprise there at all. Were you surprised? No, not really. Um, not really. I mean, obviously he missed a couple of days of practice last week. Uh, someone in his family has passed away. I think it was his mother. Or someone yeah, really, his mom. Yeah, someone really close to him. Um, so that was the only like real, real news I've heard out of the quarterbacks. And you know, he came back. Uh, yeah, he needs to be the starter. Um, let Tua sit. We've been talking about it all off season. There's no reason to rush him back, especially in such a wonky year. Oh, I like that word. Let's use it. Wonky. Uh, <laughs> I like wonky. That's good. Uh, how you spelling that? With a W? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. W O N K Y. It's a wonky year. I love it. We're gonna <laughs> run with that. Ricardo just made a new adoption. Uh, to a word. Yeah, it is definitely a wonky year in all sports. 
Uh, hockey's playing, obviously. I'm not a big hockey guy, but I know their players are going on. I still can't believe the NFL is going to be Thursday night. I mean, that blows my mind. Yeah. It really does. And we also got some more news. We've been talking about stadium capacity, something I never thought I'd be talking about as much as I am in 2020. Um, like you said, the word bubble. We got a lot of other words that we're not using normally that 2020 has become. We, yep. I mean, they're just normal words now. So the Broncos are going to be allowing um, 5,200 people into their stadium, and it, that's about 7.5% of the stadium starting. So in week one or whenever they have their first home game, that's how many they'll be allowing in, 5,200. Uh, 5, well, I mean, again, I, I, I am like you. I just never thought that these numbers would happen. I never thought that you know people were going to – I didn't think that we were going to have a season. Right. I right. mean, I really didn't, I, and I'm not being negative. I just thought the way it was going for a while and stuff that it wasn't going to happen, but it did. I mean, it's crazy that it happened, and I'm shocked. I really am. I'm just so surprised that we are where we are. Uh, I know Phase 2 is starting in Palm Beach County. I hope that things get better, obviously, uh, all around for everybody. Uh, you know, obviously, you got to do the right thing, which is still wash your hands and, you know, uh, wear the mask, stay six feet apart, but I'm shocked. I know also uh, next week um, the Canes are playing. I mean, Thursday yep. night, and they're allowing people in, Yep, which is going to be crazy. They're doing that. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff right now that it just it blows my mind that it's going on and it's happening that I really didn't believe it. You know, I, I said to myself, like, this isn't going to happen. I didn't think there was going to be an NFL. I really didn't. Um, but there is. I mean, that's the bottom line. I did not think that there was going to be an NFL, and I did not think that, you know, we were going to be able to play, but we are. Two days away with Mahomes and his $500 million contract and his girlfriend who got a ring. Now, do you think the Chiefs will wear their rings <laughs> Thursday night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure, but some good news out of the NFL for sure is they only Imagine had- if they did wear them. Oh, my God. That'd be real. <laughs> They um they only had one positive COVID test for players. Um, wow! While they did all the testing, I think over the weekend, and I think seven for personnel and coaching. That's so amazing. Those are good numbers, especially for I think it's like tw- almost twenty four hundred for players. I mean, that's a lot. So oh, one yeah, twenty four hundred. That's good. Are you kidding me? That's ex- that's astronomical. I didn't know that number. Great job, Ricardo. Way to uh, do a little HW uh, <laughs> homework. Now, uh, now on the other side of that. Um, ah, the, here we go. Here we go. The pool's on the other side. What's up? Well, uh, no, I just thought it was very interesting. The uh, head coach of uh, Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, says that he will not be supplying the um, release results. of the results um, because it's a competitive advantage. What do you feel about that, Greek? Well, again, to me, it's a, it should be the same criteria as an injury report to me. I mean, right. that's the bottom line. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if a guy blows out his knee or shoulder or something, he's not playing. But whether it's college or pro, they always played it on the cl- close to the vest teams. Belichick did it for years. I mean, every every week Brady was maybe he's playing, maybe he's not. So I don't know. To me, sometimes, I don't know. I just think that it's uh, a little difficult that, um, you know, they're going to do that or let him do that. So that's where the NCAA or the conference has to step in right? and say, hey, you have to provide it, and you got to give us accurate tests. You know, you just can't be like, hey, this is what we're doing. Why should it be different for Oklahoma right? than anybody else in the conference? I mean, there should be the conference who steps in. If the conference can't, um, you know, 
I know the NCAA is not going to, but the conference should. Right. I just you can't like, be special rules. I just don't like the idea of, oh, no matter what happens, any type of little rule, we're going to do anything we can to get the competitive advantage or get the edge on people. This isn't about getting the edge on people. This is about keeping everybody safe. This isn't an ankle. This isn't an ankle. You know, strain. yeah, or a pulled shoulder. Yeah, this is actually keeping everybody safe. So keeping that information, I feel, is is dangerous. Um, obviously, they're not going to. Hopefully, they're not going to let anybody on the field with COVID. But still, it's just something that you just don't like to to hear, especially when we were fighting whether we're going to have a football season at all. And now, yeah, so let them play. The results, right? Yeah, I don't think so either. Who do you got? You got somebody on hold? Yeah, we got Mike in Miami. Mike, how you doing, man? Ready for uh, game five tonight? Tell us what's going on. How you doing, Mike? How y'all doing? Good, good. Hey, want to talk, uh, man? Really disappointed about that game four. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Giannis went out early in the first half there, and it seemed like the, the Heat thought they had the game won. That that's unlike the Heat uh, throughout these uh, playoffs. Just uh, very disappointed. Were you guys shocked how that really played out there towards the end? It looked like with Giannis out. They really thought they had the game won, and Middleton, they couldn't stop the guy. I mean, they were throwing two guys later, three guys even at late in the fourth quarter in overtime, and the guy was just money. He was just ISO, just hitting daggers left and right like he was D-Wade. Um, what are your thoughts on why the letdown there when they had the lead? They were up, I think, what, about 10 late in the fourth quarter. Then they had another lead there in overtime, and they blew that. So isn't it like they just thought they were going to move on to the next round? How do you let that happen when the two-time MVP gets knocked out of the game there in the first in the first half, and they really don't have any offensive weapons besides Middleton isolating and and Gordon going one on one? What are your thoughts on how that played out there? Well, I think again, like you said, as a fan, you look at it and you say the Greek freaks out. It should be definitely a W. And a lot of times over the years, taken from me as a better, that doesn't happen when the best player goes out. Uh, we all think that right away. Certain so is out, or we're going to win. Uh, Middleton got hot. I don't think that he, you know, let off the gas or nothing. Just things didn't go their way. A couple bad breaks. Uh, they lose tonight. They got some problems, uh, like I said, especially if the Greek freak doesn't play. But I think they end up winning tonight. And it's tough to sweep a team four games. I mean, there's a lot of pride involved. You know, these are competitive guys. And they want to win. So one game. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does one may, game make me worry? Not really. I mean, look what happened in Boston and Toronto. Uh, you know, there was five seconds left. Oh, not even five seconds. Oh, five. And they threw a, court, a ball across court and they hit a shot. I think the Heat are fine. Yeah, I think they'll win tonight. If they lose tonight, well, then there's a problem. The worst scenario for them tonight is if they lose without the Greek freak, and then they go to game six, and he yeah. comes back. Uh, but, you know, I'm, cold, I'm sure. Come out with the... Go ahead. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I was just going to say, I expect them to come out with uh, an attack mode early then this year because you don't want to give a team life because as we've seen with no home court in this bubble and, and no uh, crowd or anything like that, everybody's on the even playing field. And we've seen, you know, like with Denver, Utah, they came back one three in a row uh, 
after the Celtics. I know they got they uh, destroyed our, the Raptors last night, but they were up 2-0, and then they lost to the final two. So if you give a team life in this bubble, in this format, they can come back. in Milwaukee, let's be, let's be fair about it. A couple of these games have been gone either way, really. I mean, you can make yep. a case in Milwaukee. You know, they had the controversial call there on, on, uh, on Jimmy Buckets there. And then the other game, in the, when they're up 12 in the fourth quarter, they blew that. So it's not like the Heat are really blowing this team out. So if you're the Heat, you've got to be locked in and focused. You don't want any team giving them any more life because the Bucks are explosive enough. With or with the Allenis, I think he's going to probably play. But even if not, I think he's, they've, they've got the confidence coming up winning an overtime game against Heat. So I expect Jimmy Butler especially. The defense in the second half was atrocious. The buckets, the, the Bucks were getting way too many easy looks, and even when it was Milton, it was Brook Lopez, Gordon, even Vincenzo a little bit. So I expect them at Spoke to really have these guys locked in, and they better get it done tonight because I don't want to have to extend the series anymore. Now, instead of resting for you know the Celtics or even if the Raptors come back to win, you got to play another game. So that's the mentality I want them to have. You want to come out and go for the kill shot early. Don't give the Bucks any more life because if you don't. If they're a team, like you said, that's good enough to uh, rally and win another game here. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the Rockets-Lakers game? I don't know which way to go. Um, I took the Rockets last game, and thank good old Westbrook. Westbrook going Westbrook mode. They're shooting them out of the game. Uh, what are your thoughts on how this game is going to play out tonight? And Go ahead. Oh, I was just laughing from Westbrook. <laughs> oh, yeah, Westbrook is uh, Westbrook. I mean, again, if the Rockets play, and it's unusual, I just said earlier in the show, when they play good defense, they win. All we think about as the Rockets is chuck, chuck, chuck. They're taking you know shots when they get off the bus. But when they play better defense, they're competitive more as a team. Uh, do I think the Lakers can beat them tonight? Yeah, I think the Lakers can beat them. And I do think the Heat beat the Bucks tonight. I think you know they will be on point. They will be ready. One game, you know, you can allow a lapse. And, again, let's not forget, that game is overtime. They could have won that game. So, and it would have been lights out. So, I think the Heat will bounce exactly. back tonight. And I think that the Lakers will too. I think the Lakers will go up two to one. Uh, but, I mean, again, yeah, Rockets play good defense. Uh, well, you know, the Lakers don't have that point guard. Yeah, that's that's the weakness for the Lakers and what their biggest X factor and why I think the Rockets are going to kick in themselves to blowing that game there in the fourth quarter because Westbrook, Harden, and Aaron Gordon can exploit them because uh, they don't really have anybody. Danny Green struggled. Uh, KCP um, and, and and even Rondo, who showed some life, they, that's the weakness. I think why a lot of people don't think they're going to win the title because they rely on on, on LeBron and AD to do so much. But when the other guys are hitting, the Lakers are money. And but that's the only inconsistent thing. Kuzma so up and down, you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, one final yeah. point: this uh, NFL season coming up. I want to lay some action down. I'll get your thoughts on the off the line on this. Um, Dolphins uh, over under. Five and a half. It's so hard to predict. No preseason, uh, the pandemic, yeah. uh, not anybody in practice time, no crowds. How is this going to season going to play out? So, what are your thoughts? I'll take your thoughts off the time. Let's go, Heat. Five and a half for the Dolphins in, in a crappy AFC East. Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Always, Mike in Miami, always welcome into the Greek Zone. So are you guys, 866-801-0940. That's the number to call. You guys are all welcome to get involved in the show. Over five and a half for the Dolphins since the last two years, I've had them, and both times it came down to the last game of the year and they won. How am I going to say bet against them? Uh, try them again. <laughs> I mean, how can I do it? I can't do that. I'd be hypocritical. Uh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I would try it again. I mean, there's a lot of people thinking Sunday they're going to beat the Pats. And there's just as many people think that the Pats are going to spank them. So, I mean, that's why they play the games. That's the bottom line. 
Uh, we'll see what happens. It is our buddy Joe Manzola is going to call us in a couple minutes. We'll talk a little NFL and a little fantasy football. Peace. Bet the Greek. The Rockets offense is so like just Chuck. That's it. Chuck, 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 Chuck. 940 wins. Miami sports. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. It is the Greek. Good afternoon. 940 wins. Welcome to the program. Always enjoy you guys listening to Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Two days away from the NFL. So, I mean, this guy rock and rolled with us for a year. Our greatest free agent, Joe Manzola, is on the hold. And we'll come on and talk a little NFL fantasy and talk a little NFL news. Joe, good afternoon. How are you, pal? Very good, Greek. How are you, sir? Ricardo, what's going on, boys? Uh, you know, we're trying our best, putting the windshield wipers in the uh, on the windshield, hitting the little knob, and hopefully everything clears up. We're trying every day. Ricardo here, though, it is tough. Uh, two days away from the NFL. I know you got to be jacked up. I know you're getting a lot of fantasy football questions. What are you thinking? And a weekend where they think many experts, it's going to be very, very uncertain for all aspects of sports uh, in the NFL: betting, fantasy. What's one thing that you feel, somebody you feel is going to have some good numbers on either Thursday night or Sunday or Monday? Well, are you, you talking some individual players, like some matchups that I like? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, well, off the top of your head, nothing crazy. A few games this weekend. Well, no, there's, there's a few games coming up this weekend that I, I feel have absolute shootout potential that could really just put up some monster fantasy numbers. Now, Thursday night is your number one indicator right there. You've got the two most recently, uh, you know, richest men in the NFL between Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. And that right there is a shootout. Now, Kansas City's defense got a little bit better towards the end of the year last year, but this still, this is not a defense that can really shut down a Houston Texans offense. So I feel like, I feel like both of those offenses are just going to go at it. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs would be my pick in this game, but I feel like fantasy football-wise, you're looking at a big game from Mahomes and a big game from Watson. Uh, I also like uh, the Seattle-Atlanta matchup. I feel like that's got some potential for uh, some firepower back and forth between Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson. Uh, a couple running backs that I really, really like. I love Josh Jacobs going against the Panthers. I think the Panthers have one of the younger defenses in the league, and you know, Matt rules in his first year in Carolina with the shortened off season. You're looking at new systems on both sides of the ball. So you got a new defensive system and a whole bunch of young players getting their first NFL action. If I'm Josh Jacobs or one of his owners in fantasy, I'm licking my chops right there. Now, uh, the one thing the Raiders have said, Gruden said, whether or not you believe it or not, talking to Joe Manzola, our NFL expert fantasy player, uh, he said they want to run the rock. So is that add to your selection of uh, Jacobs? Absolutely, absolutely. I look. I, I I like a lot of aspects of what the Carolina Panthers are doing, but they made it clear when Matt Rule was hired that this is this is a complete reshaping of this organization. It's a rebuild from the ground up, and you're going to see some growing pains in Carolina now. Oakland or Oakland? I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. You're entering. John Gruden's third year there, Derek Carr's third year in the system, Josh Jacobs' second year in the system. These guys are ready to roll, and while they might not be Super Bowl contenders, they're a very capable offense going against a bad defense. I I love that outlook for Josh Jacobs. 
Now, we're talking receivers. You got three that you got to think of. You got to think about the stud from the Saints, obviously. Uh, you got to think of Jones from Atlanta. Is Hopkins playing for the Arizona Sunday? He uh, he is slated to play. He just agreed to a uh, two-year, $54 million extension with Arizona. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, for fantasy football purposes, you know, and I, I feel like these first couple weeks are going to be such a learning situation, not just for fans or betters, but also for these teams themselves. They've they've had no, you know, live-action games to really gauge where they're at. So with no preseason – I mean, this is like we we have no idea what yes. these teams are going to look like. We have an idea, but I mean, really, with no preseason, it's going to be such a crapshoot. But I, I mean, I I, I think Hopkins is going to play, but how quickly he acclimates and how quickly they feature him in that offense is still going to kind of be up in the air. You know, he's he's had the uh, issues with his hamstring in camp, so he hasn't gotten a ton of time running with Kyler Murray. So, you know. Uh, you, you can't you can't keep him out of the lineup, but I just don't know how uh, how much of a return you're going to get early. All right, so Joe, let me ask you: If you were starting one quarterback, who would you start on this week in fantasy? If I were going to start one quarterback, I would probably. You know who I really really like is uh, I like Josh Allen in Buffalo. I like wow. his matchup with the Jets defense. I think I think Josh Allen's ability to make plays with his legs and his arm is going to wow. be just too much for the Jets to really contain. Uh, and I mean, you can you can look at the you can look at the Jets roster defensively. They struggle with a lack of pass rush. They're thin at linebacker, and after losing Jamal Adams at safety, they're pretty much. I mean, they've got you know they've got a rookie uh, Ashton Davis, uh, Marcus May, and then Bradley McDougald. I mean. I think the Jets are going to give up some points this year. They also have a defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, who's as aggressive as it gets. And when you blitz a guy like Josh Allen who can kill you with his feet, that's a recipe for disaster. I think Buffalo's poised to have a big game and a big win over the Jets, and I think Allen's going to be the main proponent of that. Wow. Talking to Joe Manzola, getting some NFL news. Uh, We're going to do matchups. We want to get one game out of you before we leave. Because uh, you were awesome in that last year, but fantasy, we're asking you a couple of players. Uh, what defense would you be playing? These are emails this week. Uh, defensively, that's um, you know I like the Lions' defense against the Bears. Okay, I think that could be a sneaky good play. The Lions have added some players this off season. It's also their third year in Matt Patricia's system, so the Lions should be poised to take a step defensively and. I mean, plus the Lions weren't a bad team last year, but they lost Matt Stafford so early, and they just had nothing at quarterback. They had to start David Blow at quarterback for a while. Like, the Lions are a good quarterback away from really being a solid team and a strong contender for that division, even with Green Bay and Minnesota as good as they are. So I like I like the Lions' defense over the Bears. I, I don't trust Mitch Trubisky. I, David Montgomery's a little uh, – I think he still has a groin issue. So I like the Lions' defense. Uh, let me ask you, uh, running back McCaffrey. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you can never not put him in the lineup. You know, he's, he's a guy that you just, you lock in your starting lineup and you don't even think twice, no matter who the matchup is. Um, but some running backs that I like, uh, I like, uh, I like the Colts going against the Jaguars defense. 
Ooh. And they've got kind of a two-headed system right now with uh, rookie Jonathan Taylor and then Marlon Mack. So I think early on they might lean a, bit, a little bit more towards Marlon Mack because it's going to be Jonathan Taylor's first uh, couple games of uh, NFL experience. But I, I think Jacksonville's defense has been absolutely depleted over the last, like, you know, however many months of this offseason. And I feel like the Colts have the best line in the league and a strong backfield there. I think they're going to be able to run rough shot over that defense. And I think both guys have the potential to put up fantasy numbers. But if I had to lean towards one for this week, it'd probably be Marlon Mack. All right, Joe, you're surprised about Clowney, uh, where he ended up signing for the amount of money? Because nobody's talking about him going to Tennessee, and he goes to Tennessee. A lot of people are talking about the Saints. Uh, people are talking about yeah. other teams, but not Tennessee. New England? Yeah, Tennessee kind of came out of nowhere, but, you know, it makes sense. Uh, his first couple years in the league, he played under uh, Matt Rabel's defense in Houston, so there was some familiarity there. Yep. And then also he gets to stay in division and uh, go against the Texans as well, and I know that that's, uh, that was a big uh, factor for him as well. I I got to tell you, man, Tennessee Tennessee got a lot better this offseason, and they were already pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's uh, that's a really, really strong defense, and Clowney makes them even better. They've got a young defensive end that's going to be opposite of Clowney on uh, pass rush downs named Harold Landry, and uh, he's uh, he's going into his third year out of Boston College. This kid is an absolute demon. I think you're gonna everybody's going to know his name by the end of the season, but I, I really like that move for Tennessee. I think Clowney's going to be a very good addition to that defense. A lot of money, $15 million one year. Talking to Joe Manzola, he always had match. Money. Matchups for us. A lot of defensive ends got paid. Your boy did too. How are your Browns going to do to week one, Joe? How are your Browns going to do? You know, I got to tell you, it's a rough week one matchup for the Ravens. And there's definitely multiple avenues that the Browns could win this game. But with the abbreviated offseason and some of the injuries we've had on the defensive side of the ball in the back seven, you know, we're down a linebacker, we're down a couple safeties in a corner. That's probably going to be too much for a Baltimore team that is as well oiled as it gets in the NFL but uh, I you know I, I think it's going to be a good game the Browns ability to run the football is going to keep them in the game and then at that point it's you know how much how much can the defense slow down Lamar Jackson and that rushing attack but uh, you know we I, I, I don't love our chances I should I'll, I'll put it that way that's fair enough uh, Joe Manzola last year was unbelievable matchups. What's a matchup where you see in the game Sunday or Thursday night or Monday night where you say, man, this is a bad matchup for this team. Uh, don't want to put you on a spot, but do you have one that you're looking at saying, yeah, this is not good? Um, you know, it's, it's funny. You're, you're probably going to laugh at this. But I really, really like the Dolphins to beat the Patriots. <laughs> I know it. I knew you were going to say it. I did. Watch them go to Miami. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. It's you know what? It's a trap game for New England. It's an absolute trap game. Miami has been the you know the the bottom of the cellar for that division for the last couple of years. Yes. Brian Flores is an ex New England co- an ex New England coach. So he's going to be jacked for it. The roster's going to be jacked for it. It's a prove-it game for Miami. And if you're New England, you are reeling from loss after loss this offseason. You lost Brady. You lost Gronkowski. You lost the whole spirit of your offense. And then after he went to Tampa, COVID-19 took apart your defense. 
So you're you're you you've done nothing but lose all off season long, and poor Cam Newton has to yeah. step into Tom Brady's shoes and mm-hmm. carry all those Super Bowls and everything on <laughs> his shoulders. Six. To basically, yeah. You know, I I mean he's in he's in a lose lose position. I think the Dolphins are going to be hungry. It's the second year under Flores' system. Cam is just learning the offense. You know, offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels probably isn't even 100% sure how he's going to get. They haven't worked together. I think it's a recipe for disaster for New England. I think Miami's going to get them. Joe Manzola, NFL reporter with us every week, and NFL fantasy. Uh, before we let you go, Joe, one little tidbit to everybody out there in fantasy football. What's something that you shouldn't be doing week one, in your opinion? Plus, what you said, no OTAs, no preseason. Uh, you know, some people are saying you're stretching, you're just living off last year. But what are some one thing you're telling everybody this Sunday don't do? I would say don't get too cute. Don't try to don't try to play matchups, play players. Play the best players you got and the most consistent guys that you have. And you know, let your starters play. There's a reason Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. reason you drafted them first. And there's just too much uncertainty around the league right now yeah. to try to get cute and, you know, play matchups. Now, how many leagues are you in this year, Joe? Uh, just two. Okay, usually you're in more? Uh, it, it fluctuates between two or three. I don't, like to get, uh, I don't like to get too many leagues because then you wind up almost rooting against yourself because you'll have you know, a guy going for you in one league, but then you're playing him in another league. So I, you know, I'd rather keep it small or keep it simple. All right, and lastly, uh, your Browns over under on them this year. Do they win double digits? Do they make the playoffs? I think they go nine and seven, and I think they make the playoffs. And does Tom Tom have enough to beat Drew Brees on Bourbon Street, even though the bars will be empty? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to wow. go Saints Week One, but I think I think Brady and the Buccaneers win the division. But the yeah, Saints, they're not good. Uh, uh, the Saints are not a good team. Sean Payton is not a good coach for Week One and Two against the spread. He's just not. Whether or not well, that holds up, we don't I, know. But he's not good. You're 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 not wrong there. And my only thing that I'll argue is that Tampa again. You have so many new pieces and yep. the abbreviated off season, and you've got you know Sean Payton and Drew Brees has been doing this since 2006. Man, they're ready to go. So I I like the Saints week one, but I like Brady and the Buccaneers for the long haul. And Thursday night, the Chiefs. The whole world's on the Chiefs. With the Titans, plus what happened last year in a playoff where, you know, obviously Houston went up 24 nothing, was losing 28-24 at half, lights out, finished 51-31. Can the Titans pull any kind of upset? I definitely think there's a way the Texans can pull an upset. I think, uh, you know, kind of an emotional letdown type game because I'm sure there'll be some sort of ceremony pregame about last year. But... You know, I think the safest bet in football this year is taking Chiefs in the over. So I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go over. 
And, Joe, let me ask you, as a fan, Dolphins are letting in, I believe, about 13,000 uh, two weeks from now. They're playing the Buffalo Bills. Do you feel comfortable enough to go to a game? Because Ricardo doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I, I would feel comfortable going to a game. I, you know, I, I think it comes down to the individual. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to a game and then, you know, not wear a mask and put myself in, like, a bad situation, you know? As long as you're, you use your head, you wear your mask, and you keep your social distance, you should be go to, good to go just about anywhere. And I think the teams are only going to let more and more people in as the season goes on. So hopefully they did the right I mean, thing because I, okay I, to to yeah, I, I am worried. Uh, Ricardo and I know we're just going to stay home. Joe Manzola, always a great pleasure having you in the uh, Greek zone. Wouldn't be a Greek zone without you. We like your big tips. They always help us. So you're saying the Miami Dolphins will beat the Patriots. That's your matchup. And running back, you like Jacobs. Yep. And quarterback, you're going to go with Josh Allen, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, right. sir. And for a wide receiver pick, I like Juju Smith-Schuster, Steelers against the Giants. Nice. All right, there it is, guys. Gave you three good picks and a good matchup. Now, matchups last year, Joe was unbelievable. He was like 8-2. and two. Uh, I'm starting to feel a little juice with what's going on, uh, to be honest with you. So we'll see what happens. Joe, always a pleasure talking to you. Pencil us in next Tuesday with more results. And if you got any tips for the guys the rest of the week, uh, please let us know. I will. Always a pleasure, Greek Ricardo. You guys have a great day, boys. Stay calm. Stay lucky. Stay healthy. It is the Greek Zone. It is a Monday. Excuse me. It's Tuesday, day after Labor Day. Woo! How could I forget Labor Day? Our boy, Larry Gar- the guy Ricardo, he worked yesterday. want to thank all the special men and women who work every day, make this country great. Ricardo worked yesterday. I asked him. I said, come up to the house. I got some stuff for you. He goes, I'm working, dude. I'm busy. I ain't got time. I got to listen to some Bob Dylan when I go home. It is the Greek. It is Ricardo. We'll be back. Peace. Bet the Greek. Michael, having a nice day at the beach? While the rest of us are busting our asses to deliver your mail? 940 wins. Miami Sports. Oh, my God. Finally, a good rejoiner. Some Mick and the boys. Damn. Not listening to Bob Dylan or somebody else. I don't know what it is. 866-801-0940. That is number to call for Lauderdale, Miami. Thank you for listening to Greek Zone. Always appreciate you guys getting involved. That was Joe Manzola. Gave you some tidbits uh, right there. Likes Jacobs for the Raiders. Good points, he's saying. Likes Josh Allen for Buffalo. Uh, wide receiver. Who is his wide receiver, Ricardo? Did you take it down? Oh, wait, wait. His wide receiver, Juju uh, Schuster. Okay, good. I'm just checking. Uh, make sure you know what's going yeah, on. Juju Smith-Schuster is who we pick. And uh, he says the Browns are going 9-7, and seven, but they're not going to win. Uh, he thinks the Chiefs are over. That game scares me. It just does. I can see that game Thursday night. You're looking at TV going, what the hell's going on? 24-23 or 28-27. Uh, so we'll see what happens in that game. But uh, that's Thursday night. That's going to kick it off. Obviously, we'll see what happens uh, if, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just I have a hard time betting the Chiefs. It just seems too easy. It just does Thursday. What are your thoughts on that game? Well, uh, you know, I, I normally am with you on the if everyone's betting one way, it's probably not smart to go with the masses. But, I mean, like Joe said, the safest bet this year is probably Chiefs on the over. So even if they were to lose uh, game one or week one, I don't feel like you could feel like that was a bad bet putting your money down. Um, that it was a smart bet to make would be betting on the Chiefs. 
but again, like you said, it's just the masses thing. But if yeah, I had to you. put my money on it, I would put on I would put it on the Chiefs, and I wouldn't feel bad about it, even if they lost, because I mean they're the best team in the league. I think if you continue to put your money on the Chiefs to cover over the year, you will make money throughout the year. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Fournette's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He said, "Finally, I have a quarterback." You think? Uh, he took a shot at a lot of people he had before. Yeah, but but if you look at the stats from last year, of course he's talking about Brady's entire career. They had the same amount of touchdowns, twenty four, and the same amount of interceptions, eight. The Jacksonville Jaguars and Tom Brady last year. Yeah, again, a lot of people don't like to like dip into it. It's more of a just a generic thing. Like right now, who would you rather have? Um, and to me. You know, obviously he he didn't have a good he didn't have much behind him, uh, Fournette. Right. I think for Tampa it was a good pickup for him. You know, you'll see what happens. It's one of those scenarios where like Hunt with the Browns, these guys come in for one year or two, uh, they play real well, they're motivated, uh, they feel like hey we got something to prove, and these guys are playing for other contracts. I mean that's the bottom line. When you want guys that are playing for contracts, uh, guys who sometimes get paid big days, uh, big contracts, people say they're fat. Like oh you know what they got paid. Uh, you hear that with a lot of guys a lot of times. So we'll see what happens. But him coming out saying, hey, I got it. finally got a quarterback, taking a shot at everybody else he had, granted, no doubt about it. I mean, Blake Bortles is probably crying himself to sleep tonight. Yeah, Bortles, I don't even know where the hell he is. He's probably working at uh, Vegas someplace, hanging out at a sports book. <laughs> He's not in the NFL anymore. That's that's the one thing. Uh, he was a guy who got hyped up a lot and a guy who got crushed a lot where people just said he didn't want to practice, uh, he didn't want to go to meetings. Whether or not it's true or not, who knows? We'll see. And I want to see how Drew Brees does this year. You know, Brees has had some problems with his arm and a lot. He had a very interesting offseason. He really did. Guy gave away millions of dollars. Huh. I mean, just crazy money. It is the Greek. It is Ricardo. We'll be back in a couple minutes in the Greek zone. We got Rob Vino, I think, calling in to give us some picks. Peace. Bet the Greek. It's not Paramount Lot 6, people. It isn't, oh, my God, kumbaya, we're all great. 940 wins. Miami sports. Our league guitar and vocals, Mr. Jerry Garcia. Would you welcome, please, the grateful pitch. There he is. My boy. Ricardo, spinning it for you, 866-801-0940. The NFL is back this weekend, and we are getting excited for it. And what we always have on this show is a lot of professional handicappers who know what goes on in all sports, and they do their homework. Uh, usually he's with us on Mondays, but Labor Day changed things around for us. He's with us on a Tuesday. Good afternoon, Rob Vino. Rob, how are you? I am doing great today, buddy. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there. You know, good days, bad days, like everybody else. Uh, trying to stay healthy. That's the number one thing. Uh, are you ready for the NFL season? Let me ask you that first before we get into some questions and answers. Uh, without question, Greek. Um, we are busy, as you can even imagine right now, uh, with everything overlapping each other. So far today, I've done a college football show, an NBA show. I'll be oh, wow. doing... Uh, two NFL videos as soon as I get done with you. So we are just um, all over the place right now, but it's great. I mean, the, the three months or whatever it was without it um, was terrible, and to have everything back is, is nice. I'm not complaining. I'm pretty happy. Now, where can people consume your podcast? Let's get that out of the way first before we get into some picks. Yeah, wagertalk.com. For anybody listening, you know, for informative uh, videos on all major sports and even the outlier sports. Uh, if you follow NASCAR, if you follow golf, uh, whatever. I think there was one on U.S. Open tennis last night. 
Um, the video content at wagertalk.com is second to none at this point in time online. Myself, like I say, I'm part of a college football show every Tuesday. I'm part of an NBA show each and every day and uh, in on NFL now as well beginning this afternoon. So once again, it's wagertalk.com. And if you'd like to find me on Twitter, where I ramble sometimes a little bit, um, it's at Rob Vino Sports. It's with an E, at Rob Vino Sports. All right, Rob, so uh, let's start from the top. How are we hitting them in basketball? Still hot as a firecracker? Wow, we got lucky last night, Greek. 2-0. and Not so lucky with the Boston game because it was a wire-to-wire job, but over 219.5 in the nice. second game. Got there by half a point. Uh, caught that 220 at the end. Needed Kawhi. To, Kawhi had to make both free throws. He did so. And oh uh, god! But when you're running good, that's the way it goes, right? That's when right. You're running good, you get those types of things. So um, that that was very very good for me last night. And, and baseball, which had been very mediocre, um, admittedly very mediocre until about last Thursday, has turned the corner. Now I think we've hit 70 percent the last five days. So that's heating up as well. Now, college football, there was a couple of games. I know last night BYU uh, destroyed mm-hmm. Navy. Did you have anything on that game? I didn't, and I kicked myself. You know, I said this earlier today, Greek. As handicappers and sports bettors, we do an awful lot of research into, um, you know, beat writers and, and local stuff that maybe you can find some hidden gems somewhere. And for last night, I just didn't. You know, I read it, and I didn't listen enough to BYU offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes, who um, in an interview said he thought his offense was going to be just fine against mm-hmm. Navy. And all the talk that we had heard and everything I had read, um, of course they had an All-American tight end that went down just a week ago, and they lost three wide receivers. And as much as I like Zach Wilson, at quarterback, um, you know, the prevailing thought was that they're just going to wind up handing it off again. And even their backs aren't that good this year. All they have is a good offensive line. Well, if I listened to Grimes, who in an interview said he thought the passing game was going to be terrific, then I would have made myself some money, but I couldn't get there. I should have listened to the OC because what they did to Navy last night was unbelievable. And really quick, Greek, another quick point to make where college football is concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, Ken Niamatololo, the Navy head coach, said it last night. I hurt my team. My team wasn't ready because I didn't allow them to practice hitting enough. I was more worried about the protecting COVID. them from coronavirus than I was preparation. That's going on yep. in a lot more situations than you think. And if you can find those, um, you're going to be in good shape come this Saturday, come this weekend overall, Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, there's a lot of college football games this week. I know the ACC is back in action. Uh, is there anything that you've been looking at college football before we step into the NFL uh, selection or maybe a lean uh, that your thought process is? And you're right, because I've read this a lot, too. There are some coaches who have not really hit the pedal, and then they run into teams that do, and it has a major advantage. Yeah, no, there's no question. I mean, as for being right now afternoon, I would look toward – um, the Baylor-Louisiana Tech game, I think, you know, we've seen a push to the over in that game, Greek. I think it's going from 54.5 to 57. I got in a little bit earlier myself, but I still think there's some value in that 57. Both offenses are the best units on the field, but they both – another thing to look at is these, you know, full coaching staff changes or offensive coordinator, defense coordinator system changes. Baylor's going through all of that. 
Um, Louisiana Tech is going through a defensive uh, coordinator change and a full system change. It's a team that had to pause their fall practice sessions because of coronavirus, and they've been shorthanded personnel-wise the entire way. That team itself is just going to start hitting with pads today and tomorrow out of necessity. They had a scrimmage Saturday where they didn't even hit. So Skip Holt has been down some numbers. I think that the two offenses really ruled the day in that game. So you give, give me Charlie Brewer uh, on one side and his talent. Give me Louisiana Tech skill talent on the other side, no matter who QBs. And I think you'll get over the 57 points. Talking to Rob Vino, uh, one of our handicappers that joins Greek's uh, zone every week. All right, let's look at Thursday night's game a little because it just seems the more and more we get closer, more and more people are betting the Chiefs. And not, again, I don't want you to give me a pick, but – and Houston, who got beaten in the playoffs, getting nine nine and a half, it seems too easy. The Chiefs are just going to blow them out by seventeen. But these isolated games, and I hear everybody bet the Chiefs, concern me. Either a pass, or do you have the stones to take the Texans with the nine and a half? Well, everybody's not betting the Chiefs because the game opened eleven and it is down to nine. So there's some significant Houston money out there, um, and it's been you know that number's been. Well, nine and a halves were prevalent for a long time. It's now dropped to nine. Um, you know, maybe I mentioned it to you before, maybe I didn't, but I think when I analyzed this game, my, my real concern for KC Defense. is that secondary against yep. Houston's passing attack. I mean, those corners, uh, when they lost Breland, Rashad Breland, uh, about two and a half, three weeks ago, it just changed that defensive title. That guy came on extremely strong towards the end of the season for Kansas City in the back end of that defense. So I think they could be in trouble against Watson and his new contract. Um, if Houston still has a formidable receiving crew, they can still put points on the board. I don't know that I put a lot into the motivational standpoint. You know, Houston, the last time they were here a few months back, they had a big lead and, and blew it and got blown out. I don't know that I put a lot of credence into that, but just from a fundamental standpoint, I really think Houston can score with uh, KC at this point in time because of KC's defensive shortcomings. I think they'll start to show up once again. The way they were so prevalent before the last couple of playoff games and then the Super Bowl, um, I think they show up again on that with that team, especially against the pass. Now, Rob, uh, with the NFL, there's obviously a ton of games, and this is going to be the first time in years there was no preseason, no OTAs. Um, what are you hearing about teams or what they've done, what they haven't done? Who do you think will be ready? Who do you think won't? Uh, more of a coach's personality. Like traditionally, every year Sean Payton's not great in week one and two against the spread. Have you heard anything? Is there any trends that you think can pick up, even though this year there was no games? Yeah, it's different because the protocol is the same for everybody during the you know, limited amount of practices that they've had, right? And especially with pads. And again, I would refer people back to, if you at all have seen an episode of Hard Knocks, you'll get an idea of what these teams have had to go go through this summer in preparation for the season. You know, generally speaking, I would think that first-time head coaches, first-game head coaches have a lot more to prove. That would put maybe Matt Rule 
in a situation at Carolina, but I just don't think he has the horses to get it done mm-hmm. against Las Vegas. Is that Las Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Vegas team, just to zero in on that game real quick here, Greek, um, with John Gruden and everybody in the system for the second straight year. Maybe they're a little bit better. It is a west to east coast travel situation. That's big. Uh, of course, we know about the limited amount of fans, but west to east for one o'clock is usually been a big factor when handicapping these games. Um, it's like I say, it's more of a, um, you know, a wait and see really. I'm pretty much basing my stuff right now on the fundamentals of the game and how much the person, how much time the personnel has had a chance to work with each other and some opt-outs. I mean, New England's just a bad situation with eight opt-outs. Yep. Uh, so they could be in a little bit of trouble against Miami. Miami plus six and a half. I know a couple of friends of mine that are already there with that game. So it's little tidbits like that that you'll find um, that you can capitalize on here. But nobody really knows, right? I'd be crazy to sit here and tell you that I mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. We just do our best to research it and uh, try and find a, a gem here and there. All right, Rob, let me ask you, uh, for Sunday, just maybe a lean. Is there anything you give the audience, a little bit of a lean that you like in the in the whole card that we have Sunday? Well, I think some things that are constant here, Greek, that okay. will probably play out the way that you would think it would last year, right? Um, Arizona-San Francisco, it's been bet from 45.5 to 47.5, but I just see – a high-scoring affair there. Uh, Arizona gave San Francisco fifths last year yep. um, offensively. San Francisco is not the best against running uh, or dual-threat quarterbacks. Let's put it that way. Now you add DeAndre Hopkins to the mix. That that offense under Cliff Kingsbury should be dynamite. As good as San Francisco's defense is, they had trouble with this team last year. Uh, Arizona took them to the wire twice. They'll probably have trouble again. That being said, San Francisco gained over 840 yards combined against this team last year so their offense and they just got Debo Samuel back which is big I think he was ahead of schedule uh off of his injury so I think Frisco has a a good advantage here offensively too when you start dealing in these numbers the high 40s they're very key a lot of games fall on 47 48 49 you have to be a little careful with the size of your wager but I still think if you can get it now under 48, which would put you somewhere in the 27-21, cashes your ticket. I think you're okay. Um, but don't let it get too high. Don't let it race up to 49 and a half and then run to the window. Rob Vino, tell everybody how they can consume you. Get your information. you got a podcast that I consume that's good with a lot of information. Also, you guys get a lot of breaking late news on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, while you, one of the reasons why you should stay plugged in with you guys. Yes. In fact, I'm going to be co-hosting a Saturday and Sunday morning show, Greek. I think beginning this weekend, if not this weekend, it's next weekend from 10 to 12 on Saturdays right before kickoff and the same on Sunday right before kickoff. So we'll give you all the information that we have heading in, much like the Sunday shows on television do. But you can find us at wagertalk.com. 
that's the place to go. You'll find, like I said, just an arsenal of videos um, done that are informative on all major sports and some outlier sports. So that's wagertalk.com. And if you want to find me personally on Twitter, it's at Rob Vino Sports. Rob, good luck in a weekend that I think is going to be crazy and bizarre. I think on Tuesday, Monday, we're going to wake up and say, man, I didn't see that coming. Again, it's, it's, it's a new territory for the NFL where – there is no preseason. There's no OTAs. We aren't getting much out of camps. Uh, nobody scrimmage. So I think it's going to be bizarre. I think most people are going to go with history. And, you know, what they saw last year, they're going to remember and try to go with. Our Miami Dolphins, like you said, against New England is going to be a very weird game. A lot of people do like the Dolphins plus the six and a half. Rob, always a pleasure, brother. Thank you so much. We'll talk next week, Monday. We'll get back on track. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you stay hot. Uh, same to you, Greek. Thanks for having me, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. I appreciate your time. That was Rob Vino, uh, one of our handicappers that calls every week. We got Rob Vino calling, Drew Martin, and Teddy Covers. Three guys every week. You can pencil them in. The NFL is starting, so if you need information, and Joe Menzel with Fantasy Football, I mean, we got you covered. We might even have a special call in this week with Lisa Ann, who's another Fantasy Football expert. Uh, so we got you covered. And on this show, remember, we don't care who wins. We care who covers. And we are the home of the Florida Gators. They open up uh, on the 26th of September, and that's a 12 o'clock game. And then the following week, they're home for the first time in the swamp against Carolina, I believe. And they are allowing 20,000 people, 20% into the swamp. It is the Greek and Ricardo. We'll be back in a few minutes. Peace. And you, to them, you're only the Greek. And of course, I'm not even Greek. 940 wins Miami sports. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon. Rob Vino just joined us, another handicapper. Uh, again, gave a lot of information on this show about sports betting. Hope you guys make some money, and we're trying to help you. My head is spinning from all the information. Joe Mazzullo and Rob Vino. <laughs> I just got about nine text messages, same thing. Uh, my head is spinning <laughs> like that. Then you got Drew Martin. You got Teddy Covers. Uh, Teddy has an annual report that he does on season win totals. It's unbelievable. You got to pay big money for this. Uh, we'll try to get a couple games, a couple teams out of them. Again, this season's different because of what's happening, the COVID and all that stuff. But um, it's a win total when it gets released in Las Vegas. People run to the window with it. Uh, we'll try to get a couple games from Teddy. It is the Greek Zone eight six six eight zero one zero nine forty. Game five tonight: Miami Heat, uh, Lakers and Rockets. Game three. There's a lot going on. You got the Marlins. They're home. Uh, they're playing the Braves. So there's a lot going on. Ricardo's in the studio. Yeah, Ricardo, there is a lot of information, and it changes from years ago. Uh, you go back years ago, you pick up your local newspaper. Jeff DeForest will tell you this, maybe the New York Post, and you got like a paragraph. Now, between blogs and podcasts and sports and sports betting being so legal, there is hours and hours and hours that you can consume. Yeah, and even harder to find out the people that you can trust, you yep. know, with the information. But I mean, Teddy covers in his last thirty NBA handicap game or games that he's handicapped, he's twenty two and eight. And if you were to bet, I think a hundred dollars on each one, you'd yep. be up over twelve grand right now with Teddy covers. If you bet how much? I think if you bet a hundred on each game, you would be up twelve grand right now on Teddy covers. No, not a hundred. No, no, no. no. For the last twenty, for the last thirty games. No, if you won twenty two hundred, 
you would win twenty two hundred. You lost, and you've lost eight. You would lose about twelve hundred with the juice. So maybe you mean thousand. You're saying twelve thousand. You'd be up. Well, it's just saying right now that right. If you were to bet all his games, you'd be up twelve grand right now. Yeah, at a certain amount. If you bet, yeah. Teddy's been a hot fire again. The thing with handicappers you got to look at is are they documented? And if they're documented, is it up there on their sites that you can see their picks? Because you got a lot of people just put the oh I'm eight and two. How do I know you're eight and two? <laughs> right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's like girls who say they got a great track record. Then you get involved with them, you're like, wow, your track record sucks. Who do we got, Ricardo? <laughs> we got uh, Eric in Miami. Eric, how you doing, buddy? We back, baby. That's right. What's going on? Happy Tuesday. You're back in the hood already. You went to Mexico and back. Baby, I've been I've been back since last night, nine thirty. Nine thirty. Shout out to the you. pilot. He he hauled ass, but he needs to fix that AC because that AC at American Airlines ain't working good, baby. You got oh, great endorsement for American Airlines that. live on nine forty wins. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you go? Tell the audience, Eric. <clears throat> you there? Tuesday night. Landed, yeah, landed about midnight in L.A., uh, went to my In-N-Out Burger, well, rented a car, went to my In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> and uh, headed out to uh, to uh, Sequoia National Forest in Kings Canyon, and uh, that was about a four-and-a-half-hour drive from L.A. up going north, northeast uh, to California, and uh, got there about 5.30, 6 in the morning, took a nap. Now, you went with your girlfriend and her kids, 40 minutes. right? No, I just just went with a, just with a girlfriend. Okay, with right. a girlfriend. Uh, uh, that was nice of you. Uh, you're a great guy dating somebody with children. Take it from me, I've done that, and I did it for years, uh, which is very nice. You should be commended. So you're back in the house. Thank NFL's you. getting ready, um, and a lot of things going on. Our Miami Dolphins are playing Sunday. I'm sure we'll talk about it more and more. Uh, but did you have a good trip? And was it uh, what you thought it was going to be? It was great, man. It was a great trip. Uh, you know, and then I went down to San Diego. I had a hotel at the Marriott right there in Gaslamp, right across from Petco. I wish they were playing there, but they were in Oakland. I saw, but I saw Petco Park. Uh, I've seen it a couple times already. It was nice. I just wasn't able to go Did you run the bases? inside and see the... No, nah, there's nobody inside. I couldn't run the bases. Uh, so I ran I ran the bases around Gaslamp and uh, the rooftop bar and... Uh, we did our thing up there, then, uh, you know, went to Mexico, well, the border, I guess. kind of was in Mexico. My, my, my cell phone told me I was in Mexico, but I wasn't really. Uh, so we spent a little couple hours over there by the border and had some good Mexican food and head to L.A. and Santa Monica and stayed out there in Westwood and by UCLA. Santa Monica is beautiful. That's, no, awesome. trip. That's great. Finish. You had a good time. I'm glad you're back beautiful. in the house. Uh, I follow you on Twitter, so I was throwing a lot of love at all your stuff, and I worry when you're out of Florida because uh, we're a better country and a better state when you're in the state of Florida. We worry about you. So what's going on with uh, – what do you think about the, the Miami Heat tonight? Did they get the W now that you're back in town? Now that I'm back in town, we got to get this W, and I just I just see the, the Heat just smelling blood today. They're they're angry at that loss. This is the, This is the Heat team that I like out of all other Heat teams, you know, even compared to championship teams. This team hates to make mistakes, and I see a lot of that in me. I don't. I hate to make mistakes. Yeah, I'm sure you, Greek, don't like to make mistakes either. And if you make a mistake twice, ooh, you better believe you ain't gonna make a mistake twice. So no. I believe this Miami ain't gonna make that mistake twice, Greek and Rick, and they're gonna take it to the house. No, today no, we're in the bubble. Take it to I, the bubble. 
I agree 100%. I made a mistake a couple of years ago. I ain't making it again. I get to hit it right now. Oh, Ricardo's got something for you downtown about Mexico. Well, no, I'm not going to ask you about Mexico. Um, I mean, me and Eric will end up going down to Mexico in the next couple of years together. But nice. we got Sixto Sanchez tonight on the mound. Eric, you excited? I'm excited. I'm going to have to split the TV up, you know. To be honest with right. you, I watched, I always watch the Marlins every single minute. I kind of turn into the heat yeah. in the third and fourth quarter. Sorry, Miami Heat. Just, you know, it's it's just it's rough seeing the first two quarters of basketball. You know, I'm just a baseball guy. It's right. just me. Right. It's just me. It's not you, basketball. Or he, it's just me. This is what I do. Uh, I'm just a weirdo. And I love baseball. Yeah, but uh, 6 though tonight is going to be exciting. we got to beat these Braves, man. I mean, we're three and a half out. We're at 500. Do you we, think uh, we can catch up to the Phillies? No, we just we we gotta win. We gotta win against the East. Yes, we gotta beat the we gotta beat the Braves. Think about the Braves right now. Take it. Take care of the division. We're gonna take care of the Braves. Then we're gonna follow up with. Uh, you, you said it right now. Phillies got double header games. We got like six right. games in three days, and so uh, six till tonight is gonna set the tone. And I think now with that horrible losing streak that we had to the Rays, we're gonna turn that the other way, and we're gonna have a nice little winning streak, Rick. I'm gonna call a nice little. Six-game winning streak right ooh, here. Ooh, ooh, I and love it's going to start off with, you know, second game of Sixto Sanchez. And so we're going to see a lot of power today, and we're going to see a 10-run game, guys. 10-run <laughs> game. We're wow. going to have a lot of power behind Sixto today. And you're going to see a Sixto try to do a complete game, but then Donnie's going to come out and take him out early. <laughs> that would probably happen. <laughs> now, do you think the Marlins make the playoffs? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fight. You know, I told you September is very important. And, you know, we got to win games at home. I know it doesn't matter if people are not there, but we cannot be 2-9 and nine at Miami Marlins Ballpark without a sponsor. Come on. Right. Find a sponsor and get those wins up at home. Jesus. No, you're right. I mean, that's uh, like you said, when you're 2-9 and nine at home, that's not a good thing. And the Marlins, again, hats off to them. We've said it so many times. They've done a great job. They're a lot farther than people thought they would be, obviously. Uh, still in the playoff hunt, so we're hoping. We hope they get over 24 and a half. But more than anything, I hope they make the playoffs. And like you said, you got to finish strong. September is the month. Uh, they're going to do it. And also, it's a great it's great for them to build on this if they make the playoffs for next year. Because, I mean, even if they don't go far, how exciting will next year be? It'll be something for the Marlins fans to look forward to making the playoffs with this year that they had starting with the COVID. You know, I'm already looking forward to next year because I want to see a full season. Remember, I, I believe this is a tournament. Yep. Yeah. So there's going yep. to be an asterisk next to this championship. Yeah, I want us to be in the playoffs. I think it's a great, you know, step forward in the right direction, mm-hmm. you know, for next year. But let's not – let's finish this year and then get to next year. we got a lot of guys in and out, a lot of injuries. We had Harold Ramirez, Rick, come back. I don't yep. know if yep. I heard you talk about this. Yeah. But then he's, he's back down. He's down. And so – you know, we, we, now first game back, know, he got hurt. What do we yeah. do out there? You know, we're... no, I was saying Aaron. he got he got, he got hurt his uh, do, first Rick? game back. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to call people up. We had Monte Harrison up there yesterday. I mean, it's not our best option, obviously, but uh, I mean, honestly, I think Lewis, that we're about a year Lewis away. Strike out Brinson. Yeah, yeah, well, I think we're, we're about a Lewis year away. Strike out Brinson out there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. You know, we needed that help, and that's why Sterling Marte is gonna be such a huge. You know, part of this team moving forward, he's already made his impact uh, felt. And I mean, Miggy, I mean, we got to take our hats off to him. That guy is hitting, I think, like 370. And he's just, I just love his uh, tenacity. And then there's nobody that exemplifies captain 
as much as Miggy does right now in baseball for me. And Capitan, Miguel Rojas. That's right. He doesn't Capitan. care if he bats first or last. That's you right. Put him in, you put him into play, and he's going to play like he loves the game like he does. Yep. And That's he like loves Ricardo. it. He plays it. And he's a leader. And I love leaders. I, we need more leaders in life. That's right. We've got a bunch of followers out there, guys. Eric, I got yeah. a question for you, though. Okay, so we have a lot of young, really exciting teams in baseball. I mean, obviously, the Marlins are young and exciting. The Padres are young and exciting. The Chicago White Sox are young and exciting. Do you think this is going to help uh, the younger generation to get into baseball Soon at it? all? Yeah. Well, we, no. we talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago with Greek, and, 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 and Greek and I agreed it's not going to get the young people in there. It's not going to help because they're not yeah. teaching – Baseball or playing baseball in, 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 in schools anymore. Yeah, that's right. It's easier to, to put up a basketball court with some cement and two hoops than, you know, take care of that field with that beautiful green green. Or a computer game with eSports. Look at, look at the F1 racing now. Guys that are, you know, are putting together eSport racing teams. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. eSport racing teams. Yeah, they're, they just, they're, they're they not even race cars anymore, real ones. They, they want to race computer cars. Yeah, I think the only way to get it, in my opinion, is they uh, try to get the aspect of gambling with this young generation. And if they get that, then I think baseball will pick up. Eric, always a pleasure, brother. Hope I see you soon. We keep saying that, and I uh, hope we catch a Dolphin game this year. Uh, call us tomorrow. I'm glad you're back in town. And go Marlins and go Heat tonight. All right, brother. I'm, I'm caught up and uh, with the emails, and I'll be calling you soon. Love you guys. Be good. I right, love Marlins. you, too. It is the Greek. It is Ricardo, 866-801-0940. Had a packed house today in the Greek zone. Uh, Joe Manzola, NFL Fantasy Football, gave us a lot of picks. Rob Vino uh, had a couple callers. Had Eric just call in. We got the Marlins tonight. <laughs> I do want to give a special shout-out, though, to our boy Tony Nahood, who called yes. yesterday. He called yesterday and was like, no Greek zone today. And uh, unfortunately, we were off for Labor Day, but yes. uh, but he did call, and so he's you know he's a warrior along with everybody else. Oh yeah, Tony and Hood's the best. We love Tony and Hood. You kidding me? Special K, uh, Eric, you guys are all great. Everybody's always welcome. Eight six six eight zero one zero nine forty. It is a Greek zone on a Tuesday, not a Monday. Two days away from the NFL. Go Marlins. Go Heat. We'll be back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.